This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And in yesterday's episode, in our instant reaction, there was a part of the episode that I put out separately uh, that you can check out on YouTube or actually uh, at Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast action from. I think it's titled The Breaking Down, uh, How Jared Kelnick Will Fit into the lineup. Anyways, I want to roll uh, just a portion of that right now and come back and add on to it. This is from yesterday's podcast. So if you have heard this part, go ahead and skip ahead. But back to Kelnick, just to wrap it up, unless you want to keep going on with it. I think this is a really good thing for him. The Braves are a great organization. Kelnick is going to be in a lineup that I had hoped Seattle would build for him. He's going to have no pressure on him. Sure, he struggled at times, high fastball, um, you know, recognizing pitch, facing lefties. But Atlanta's Atlanta. They looked at Kelnick for a reason, and they think they can fix him or improve to what his potential is. I think it's going to be a great thing for him, and I would expect him to really have a good season. And and you add a veteran left-handed pitcher to a team with that lineup. I mean, Atlanta Braves right now out the gate, as far as this trade, you know, in this sandbox, they have won. If you're Atlanta right now, you've got to be ecstatic about this. In fact, oh, there we go. If you're watching on YouTube, where's that? You got that Braves blanket going. Oh, keep yourself warm tonight. It's probably chilly up there in, in Washington, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's raining like Mariners fans' tears coming down out of the sky. Just another shocker. Now, you, you, you a key word that you said right there. You said Braves lineup looking. So I, as you were going on there, I, I pulled up the fan graphs. They already updated it. They already have Jared Kelnick starting. You want to hear it? You got Ronald Acuna. You got Ozzy Albies. You got Austin Riley. You got Matt Olson. You got Marcelo Zuna. You got Michael Harris the second. You got Sean Murphy. You got Jared projected in there, hitting low in the lineup at eight. For me, I really like that outfield. I mean, Acuna uh and Kelnick and left and then their center fielder who we saw up in Seattle you know wow you look at Atlanta and you look at the Dodgers last year these are two teams that you thought was going to be a shoe-in for the NLCS uh shit happened uh they're adding on to their team somebody that he's got zero pressure to carry this team and, you know, he's aligned himself up in a lineup with another big superstar on the same or maybe just a little bit above the level of Julio. Yeah. I mean, that outfield is uh, defensively, yikes. They're good. Uh, Cunha. Yeah. You mentioned Harris. Yeah. Rookie of the year. Uh, young player. I mean, it's funny you mentioned uh, the Dodgers, too, in that part of your 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 uh 
your talk there. I mean, they were they were in on Kelnick last year, or it was rumored that they inquired about him. So it's just interesting that these two quality franchises are asking about JK, you know, and is this going to be something that comes back and bites the Mariners as far as what he turns into? But I, he's he would have never reached, in my opinion, his potential with the Mariners as what he probably will with the Braves. Think about it if you're the Mets. Now he's back in the division, the first people to get rid of him. Um, and also the amount or the return that you're getting. I know that we're, we're, we're being fortune tellers of going – this wasn't a great trade. We didn't win this trade, but it's it's hard to see that. I know it's an instant reaction, but I mean, this to me just seems like, hey, we just, as an organization, want to cut ties with Jerry Kelnick. And at the same time, I'm not sitting here and going like, he was the chosen one. The chosen one is Julio. And that's what we have to remember. But at the same time, I don't feel like Jared Kelnick got a fair shake at being brought up without the pressure of being like, you need to perform right now because we're in a pennant race and we don't have any other options because we didn't bring anybody in in free agency and we didn't do it again. And we put you in this situation again. And, um, and we're going to hit you lead off. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, um, but I do feel like if he was brought up a different way, if he was in a different organization where he didn't have as much pressure on him to be like, hey, we're, we're putting the team on your back. You're, you're going to save us. Uh, uh, and you have to play every single day. I mean, the plan last year was that he was going to be a platoon player. And to his credit, the people that he was paired with to be a platoon player, AJ Pollock, whomever, uh, didn't pan out. And he was showing signs of, hey, he could be an everyday hitter, everyday player. You know, his average dipped after April, but I, I think we talked about it on here where it was going like, wow, yeah, he he has he has been kind of slumping, but you wouldn't know because of every hit he had and everything that he did was like big moment, big hustle. Um, great play in the outfield. Like he contributed something to the team positively so much. And then you have the water cooler thing. And then it kind of triggers you back to like, Oh, he's, he's not changed, but again, he's young. So it's just one of those fuck. It's always going to be what if moments, especially if, you know, he turns his career in the direction that we all think he can. And I think the biggest thing to me is, again, the return of what you got for him, why he was part of this deal. Um, I get it, but I also am like, that, that's the part that sucks. Like like we said when we were starting here, like I could see if you made a trade maybe last year or something for something that you really needed. Like we need this right now. And, you know, getting somebody who hasn't played in the major leagues and somebody with, like, you know, the pedigree of the other guy, you're like, it's, it doesn't feel good. And, um, I do feel like no matter what the, where the Mariners go from this, when you isolate this just to right now, unless one of these pitchers just turns into like the holy fucking God of pitching, I feel like 
Atlanta definitely for where where they're at. Definitely, this is a good trade for the Atlanta Braves all around. Uh, Evan White, see what happens with him. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, healthy, is going to help your team, especially with a lineup like that. It's a great fit. Jared Kelnick, no pressure. End of the lineup on a stud lineup. A great yeah, trade. I agree with all that. Great trade. Uh, for all right, that was from yesterday's uh, instant reaction. Um, you know, sitting here more than twenty four hours after you know saying that, I still feel the same. I still feel like Jared Kelnick as the superstar, as the savior, as the guy that didn't work out. I think the Mariners mismanaged that a bit. Also, you know. Julio happened, and um, I think going to Atlanta and being somewhere where, hey, they already have an established star. Their superstar is Acuna, where he's not going to be, um, you know, compared to Acuna, uh, no matter what, even though that Jared and Julio are separate players, but being right around the same age, and Jared Kelnick was a bit more of a household name to Mariners fans waiting on the, uh, the next wave of uh, stars to come in. He was definitely, you know, one a um, Julio happened. And uh, I feel like that was just something that Jared Kelnick, it, it was just, he's never going to get past that. It was exciting to think about those two hitting together but I think you, with Jared going into Atlanta, it's just going to be an easier transition to know exactly what role there is. Walking into a new locker room, not like we said, not much pressure. Um, and if you go online, obviously, or social media, everybody has an opinion about it. Uh, we had my grandma Norma's opinion about it uh, on here yesterday. Let me let's play that. Hello. Well, Grandma, Jared Kelnick, no longer a Mariner. He's an Atlanta Brave. What's your feelings on it? I, uh, my feelings are on this is uh, I really don't care. That I, he wasn't one of my favorites. The one that kicked the water cooler? That's who he is. He was very passionate. Yeah, well, maybe he could go get a job with the Seahawks as a kicker oh. if things don't work out with a lot of Braves. So you didn't, like, mean, you didn't like his attitude? No, I didn't care for him at all. But uh, I was always under the impression that you kind of liked him when they brought him in up there. Does, does Hampton like him? Well, he wasn't my favorite, I'll tell you that. So I can't, uh, I wish him luck, but I, I can't shed any uh, tears over him going. Yeah, so you're just, you're looking forward to what uh, Jerry DePoto is going to add to the team here. Well, I'm looking forward to the game starting, so. Right. Okay. Well, I hope they get some new new pitchers and uh, leave the rest of the team kind of alone. All right. There you go. All right, Grandma. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. And look, Jared Kelnick had his fair share of uh, doubters or haters. And it's funny because some of them are 
seem to be upset about the trade. And I think that has to do with the Mariners not adding and the Mariners' uh, previous trades. But as far as, you know, checking out what, like, the Atlanta Braves have to say about this, I'm just going to pull up one article here. There's a bunch, obviously. Uh, a lot of people are talking about that this is uh, was a steal, and the Mariners have been on the other sides of this steal. So it's very not feeling good to be to be on this side of it but obviously we know it was a salary thing and you're, you're gonna have to give somebody up with club control um mariners are probably looking to do the same with uh you know tampa bay you got uh, paredes who's gonna be uh, arbitration eligible we also have some players that are getting to that uh stage anyways here's an article from fox sports Anyways, this article is by Jake Mintz and Jordan Chesterman on FoxSports.com. It is titled, Jared Kelnick, Trade a Potential Steal for Braves, Precursor for the Mariners. Um, so far this winter, the hot stove has been a walk-in freezer, but leave it to Jerry DePoto, he of the 158 trades as head of the Seattle Mariners to blast up the burners just as the winter meetings commence on Sunday night, DePoto unleashed a shocker sending Marco Gonzalez, first baseman, Evan white and Jerry Kelnick to the Braves. And they basically grade this trade by giving the Atlanta Braves a a minus on, on the acquisition and the Mariners, a C minus. Uh, let me pull a couple things in here. He says, uh, it's not the blockbuster Juan Soto trade everyone's been itching for, but a five-player swap could have lasting percussions that shape the remainder of the offseason. For the Braves, it's a creative way to address their hole in left field and an indication that they'll spend the rest of the winter adding depth and fortifying their pitching staff. For Seattle, it's either an embarrassing or cowardly sign of futility or the first move in a pivot for ages. Basically, what the Braves did, Kelnick could be a real prize as the Braves gave up shockingly little to get him. The article also points out that the 23-year-old last year, Kelnick, took a massive offensive step forward. The strikeouts were still high. But, again, the exit velocity on that bat, you know, he upped his OPS, going on to say he upped his OPS plus from one on, up to 109 from... 66 in the previous two season, but they did point out the all-time stupid self-inflicted injury that kicked the cooler in July in frustration in the dugout and broke his the bone in his foot, kept him out of Seattle's playoff push, but Kelnick still figured out to be a key cog in the Mariners lineup. Well, this article also points out, you know, the exit velocity taking a big jump forward last year. And like most of the articles that I've read or things that I've heard is kind of pointing out a bit of a head scratcher on what exactly the plan is going forward. Uh, you could kind of make sense of a Eugenio Suarez as, as tough as that was for the fans. Uh, you also could understand hey, we want to go in this contact direction, not bringing tail back at that qualifying offer amount. Um, and sure, with uh, Jared Kelnick, you are subtracting some strikeouts and some doubt, but uh, it, it from this and the reports of 
the Mariners possibly having financial um, constraints more so than uh, what we thought with um, what's going on with Root Sports and Xfinity and all of that. It It, it is a little bit scary. I, I know at the presser, um, they claim that they were going to spend more money this year. The payroll is going to get big. That's still the case. Um, they got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of uh, signing to do, a lot of trading to do. Um, but as far as the Jared Kelnick trade, it seems like league-wide, baseball world-wide, is that the Mariners got fleeced here. 